Yeah, it's that kind of week, isn't it? There are some trade targets that could be on the move for the Ducks in the near future. We'll talk about all that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You you like that one? You like that intro? Yeah, I think she liked that intro a lot. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. She's, are you serious? She's tired of this already. I'm going to let her down. All right. Well, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. And just a reminder that you can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD and the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. So... Two things. You may have noticed there wasn't an episode yesterday. That's because I was pretty much driving almost all day yesterday and got back way later than I would have liked. But, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. So I'm making it up with a double header today. Yeah, fun times. Then we'll have another episode on Thursday recapping the Ducks and the Rangers. And then we will have a Friday episode recapping the Black Friday special. Yeah, let's see if the Ducks can beat that streak. Or if they somehow get a regulation win. I don't know. So, in the midst of all my driving yesterday, I happened to check out the 32 Thoughts podcast. And listen to some other thoughts on the Ducks right now. And the one common theme right now is that we're already hearing some Ducks could be on the move. Maybe sooner rather than later. I, I don't know about that, but the consensus right now is that pretty much every name is out there except for, you know, Zegris and Terry, but everyone, everyone is available, even Adam Henrique and even John Gibson. There's a market for John Gibson out there, even though he's had a bit of a tough stretch. Hey, you know what? It could, it could happen. If there is a good enough package, John Gibson can go. And, of course, the other names that are out there. Silverberg could be trade. I mean, it, it's really anybody in a Ducks uniform right now could get traded. Except for the young ones. And if that happens, then... Well, first off, the Ducks would have a bevy of draft picks if they just implode their team right now. Which wouldn't be the worst thing. Because at least this year's draft is deep. I mean, really really deep and I think about the names that were mentioned out there you know I talked about Adam Henrique being one of those names that are out there and the reason that his name is out there is because he's been contributing a lot and there's a lot of teams that could use his services Uh, some of the other names that I've heard that could be traded and you know this is obvious you could possibly see Frank Vetrano already getting traded Max Comtois that's a name that's been out there a lot because Comtois on the last year of his contract. And even Max Jones, I've heard. And Isaac Lundestrom. You know, all names that are out in the trading block right now. Of course, Dmitry Kulikov could get traded. Kevin Shattenkirk could get traded. And also John Klingberg. Now, the thing about John Klingberg, he can't get traded right away. Because John Klingberg has that no movement. Now, 
Keep in mind that Klingberg signed only a one-year deal with the Anaheim Ducks. Now, here's the other weird thing about this one. There's kind of like a half-season clause in there that he cannot be moved anywhere until a certain day in the year. So it won't it won't be until maybe February or so that he'll have more teams open up. So he's got to wait a little bit. But it's it's still kind of nice to think about like what the Ducks could get back for John Klingberg cuz let's be real here, the Ducks aren't going anywhere this year. And they knew that signing Klingberg to that one-year contract. He's going to be probably one of the biggest prizes as far as the trade deadline. I mean, he was already one of the prizes in last year's free agency. And to get that one-year deal, oof. I mean, I, I like Klingberg a lot. He hasn't performed as well as I would have liked this season. Only one goal. One. And that's it. The other big thing about John Klingberg is that's a massive contract. The Ducks are just above the cap floor. The Ducks are going to have to retain about at least half his salary to even say above the cap floor. Or they're going to have to take some dumb contracts for a year. But if they do that, there should be some draft picks involved. All right. Um, We're going to head to the first intermission right now. And first, let's talk about Athletic Greens. Now, this is a product that I use pretty much every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system, and I just do not like taking pills at all. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good and wanted to see what the hype was about. And I started using this recently, and I even had some AG1 the day of the New York Marathon. Yep, I legit had some day of the race, drank that down, got some energy up, felt pretty good. I felt pretty good having absorbed 75 high-quality adaptogens, vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods to help start my day right. And I'm glad I started that day right because I did it. I did the marathon. And you know what? It can help you too. I mean, that's my personal story with AG1 is took it during my training, took it for the marathon, gave me that extra little boost that I needed. So if you want to try AG1 for yourself, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs, one of which I used on this trip, with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm the host of Locked on Anaheim Ducks with half a voice. So with me here to my left is Sir Avampato, host of Nothing. Nothing. But co-hosting the, car, the Calder, wow, you, you talk a little bit. That's all I got. 
Yeah. You can find me on the Calder Farmstead. We talk about the AHL. Yeah. So let, let's talk about trade targets. Um, Everyone. Jeez. Okay. Um, let's start with this. I had to look the, at this. Yes. The John Klingberg thing. Yes. Um, do you want to tell the folks about this weird John Klingberg clause? I mean, it's weird. So the whole thing with his his trade clause, according to Cap Friendly at least, um, is that he, like, it only kicks in halfway through the season. So you can't do anything with him until January, and then he gets a 10-team list that he can say, do not send me there. Which, I like, I can't think of any time I, I've seen that before. I, I'm I'm sure it's happened before where you've had one-year contracts and, like, a clause kicks in midway through the season, but it's so rare and so weird, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially, like, not for... Maybe, like, you've seen it with long-term deals. It's just, like, what what was the... Like, the Ducks weren't going to trade Klingberg... Kling... 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 Blur, blur. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Like, they weren't going to trade him now. In no universe were they going to trade him now. Like, I'm, I'm just really curious. I'd love to know, like, from his agent, like, what, what are you trying to get at there? Because, of course, of course they're not going to get into, like, November and be like, ah, let's trade him already. I mean, did the Ducks know they were going to be that bad this year? I mean, I like, don't think I don't... that they thought they were going to compete. But this is next level bad. I mean, they're yeah. one away from a record. Yeah, but I mean, bad, bad. Like, I feel like in you're either you're either in or you're out. To quote the great Heidi Klum, like you're either in the playoffs or you're not. And I don't think the Ducks even like not thinking they were going to be this bad. Like they also weren't sitting there being like, "Haha, we're going to make the playoffs and surprise everyone." I mean, if you're being realistic, every player is going to say yes. Yeah, this is this is more than a project where every other team is running away from the Ducks right now. Right. That was terrible. Um, is it Project Runaway? Yes. Yeah, that was a terrible. Yeah, it was. A, that was a bad joke. Yeah, I loathe myself. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ducks fans. You had to hear that. Um, I I still am baffled by the midseason clause, but then I think about what the Ducks could get mm-hmm. for John Klingberg right now. I would think at least a first. Yeah. The Ducks have to retain half, right? Absolutely. And if I remember correctly, that's the maximum allowed, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And are they retaining on anyone else right now? No. Okay. No, they could. That means the Ducks would have to take on some bad contracts to even get to the floor. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, there's... Someone's always looking to get rid of, like, their fourth line grinder. Hey, it could be the return of Nick Delorier. Where's he at now? Minnesota. Oh, sorry about that. Who just got a another grinder. fourth line grinder? Yeah, Ryan Reeves. In a weird trade. Super weird. Yeah, the Ducks won't see him tonight. But hey, the Ducks have no enforcer, so it won't matter. They, I mean, no, I don't even have a joke for that one. Ne- neither do I. No, I, I got nothing for that. So, let's play devil's ad- advocate here. Yes. Who could use the services of John Klingberg? Is he anybody. right side or left side? Uh, John Klingberg is on the right side. Ah, never mind. I was going to say you could give him to the Kings, but they don't need another one, another one of those. No, they got plenty of those. Yeah, left side, a little bit different. but Yeah, left side, they could use someone like Dmitry Kulikov. Or... Nah. No, you don't want Kulikov? I, I don't. He's a guy who exists. I don't 
feel particularly strong. He he's he's not going to need the need the moval. Wow, I can't talk either. He's not going to move the needle. I think for like most teams. Yeah. he's a depth guy. Yeah, maybe the Ducks keep him for depth. Well, you're going to need a body after you like. Trade everyone again? Right. You can only call up so many goals. Like, there's only so many guys down there who can play here. This is like last season all over again when the Ducks got rid of Raquel. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Missing Lindholm. Yeah. Welcome to being bad. Yeah. Miss, missing Manson a lot, really. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good fight the other day. I mean, good. I, I'm I'm, I'm just skipping past all the Jamie Ben jokes. <laughs> let's, let's skip past those. Yeah. Ooh. I can't think of any teams right now like at the moment but we still have a month to go before the clause right. kicks in who could use a john klingberg but looking ahead there could be some high leverage teams out there i mean god you know who could use the services if you say vegas i'm leaving oh hell no not no 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 in no world does vegas need any more help than they already have I'm going to the Devils. No. I'm playing Devils Advocate. No. no. Here's why. Don't make them better. I know. They already have some great right defensemen. I don't know about Severson right now. He exists? He exists. Is he hurt? Is he just old? He's just... He's not old. He's 28. I'm just not sure. I mean, that's dust in hockey years. Yeah. They could always use another right defenseman. Oh, don't make them better. Yeah, because they got a top player in Dougie Hamilton already. Um, the other team that I was looking at, just across the way, the Islanders. The Islanders are intriguing because they got defenseman of Ryan Pulak, who's been good. They got Noah Dobson, who's been better than we thought. Mm-hmm. And did we see a whole lot from Scott Mayfield? Not, I couldn't tell you a single thing about not, him other not, than that he's a hockey player. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... I'm trying to think of other teams in the Eastern Conference that could mm-hmm. use a defenseman right now. Yeah. But I can't really come up with many that need them. I mean, Boston's fine. Right. Boston doesn't need anyone else. Right. Boston just got Hampus Lindholm from the Ducks, for crying out right. loud. Right. Right. I mean, I feel like the other factor, though, is the power is still kind of... I mean, the power is in John Klingberg's hands in some ways because, like... He, he has that list of he, these are the places I don't want to go to, um, which, you know, in the ideal world, his desires are going to match up with the Ducks desires because he's going to want to go somewhere that, that's going to compete. And the Ducks aren't going to like, you know, there's no deadline deal to send him to Arizona. Right. Like, But I feel like if he if he wants to try to tip things to go where he wants to go he has a little more power in this situation and could easily just be like, you know what? I'm going to ride it out. Fine. Whatever. It'd be a dumb move, but players have done it before. There's an interesting team. How about Florida? I mean, they'd have to make another big move is the problem. Like they just had to wave someone to bring Aaron Ekblad back. Right. But they're an interesting case where they could use a defenseman. Yeah. I mean, they got Mark Stahl and Josh Mahura as sometimes second-line defensemen. Yeah. That's not going to move the needle much in the East. No. I mean, the, the Panthers have bigger problems, and their problems are named um, Palmeris. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about in the West? No. No? No, get him out of this division. All right, so out of the West and in yeah. the East. Send him. 
Send him. Yeah. All right. Um, there's one. There's one more name I want to talk about in depth, and a couple others, but we got to take this intermission. So we'll get back and talk more trade targets on the other side. Hi. I'm Jason. I'm not. This is Locked on Ducks. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I know there's a name out there that you're definitely very curious about that's been talked about. Mm -hmm. One of your favorites, Adam Henrique. I was going to say Trevor Zegers. You could trade him directly. No. 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 He's he's absolutely non-tradable. What if uh, someone asks really nicely? No. You'd have to give up everything, pretty much. No. What if they ask really nicely and give you some flowers? <laughs> I don't think the flowers are going to help. Box of candy. <laughs> no. Copy of the new NHL game that has Trevor Zegers in it. That and might so help. it's like you're getting him back. That might help. Yeah. Help Just bit. an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so talk about Adam Henrique. I know, I know you like him a lot. You know, aside from being just a great person. You know, handsome guy. Yeah. What what else is there to talk about? Yeah, um, you've liked Adam Henrique's game a lot. Like, what could Adam Henrique bring to any number of teams right now? I mean, I think the thing that's most interesting about him is you know, he's on the Ducks top line, right? Mm-hmm. Arguably, he doesn't he shouldn't be on a top line, you know. So if he the immediate benefit to Adam Henrique in getting traded pretty much anywhere is he doesn't have to be the guy anymore. He doesn't have to be on the top line. He doesn't have to take on the hardest competition. So for him personally as a player, you bump him down to second or third line. Sure, he's not getting as many minutes as he is now, but he's playing against inferior players than the ones that him and Zegris and what, Terry? is mm-hmm. on the, Like, they're playing the hardest guys on the team. Like, Adam Henrique would get the opportunity to just go score goals. Um, and, you know, I think for a team looking at him, um, you know, veteran player, good in the room, all the cliches you think about when you think about a guy like that, mm-hmm. which are the kinds of players who, at the trade deadline, people are looking for. Like, no, you're, you're not looking for a superstar at the deadline. You should have those already. Right. Um, but you're usually looking for that guy to be like, eh, our third line winger is okay, but we could do better. And he's, an, he's probably going to be an upgrade for most teams over the, like, borderline AHL guy maybe that they're running there right now. Oh, definitely. And considering some of the rosters in the West right now, I mean, I know there's teams... I know the Kings would love to have an Adam Henrik on their third line. I know you'd love that. For several reasons. Also, he scores goals. He does. Okay, several reasons? Yeah. What are some of the several reasons? This is a family-friendly podcast. It's okay. (laughs) We're going to leave that one alone, aren't we? Yep. Okay. But going from the hockey reasons how about the hockey reasons right i mean again like i said veteran guy you know like he he's 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 he won but he hasn't won before has he no but he's at least had like playoff runs he has um you know had had that memorable run with the devils right yeah run with like with the devils you know he's been he's worn a letter in past stops you know so for as much as his scoring is good for a team to bring on i feel like the intangibles to sound like a cliche hockey person like yeah. the intangibles are just as important with him it really is yeah. he brings that leadership quality that most teams would want it's a friendly contract too it's not that bad 5.8 yeah 
Yeah. And one extra year left. Yeah. And I think the fact that he has another year left could, you know, change that deal a little bit. Um, it could make some teams a little more reluctant to take him on, knowing that there's not just, you know, a couple months left to ride out. So, you know, it, it, it's, it, better, it it's better little, than two years. Right. It would just look a little different than, say, like a Klingberg who is truly a rental player. Right. The thing about that contract is the salary cap does go up next year. So mm-hmm. we've got to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. So I think having the one extra year won't be as much of a detriment right. as far as other teams. Right. And I think that's why Jakob Silverberg is also a guy. But Silfie's had a tough year and his contract is almost the same as Henrik's. So it's going to be tougher to move a Silverberg, but easier to move a Henrik. Right. And I think about third line guys across the league. Jonathan Huberto is in the third line right now. Well, but that's and, because Daryl Sutter. That's because Daryl Sutter. Yeah. But there, there are some guys that just have struggled in that position yeah. this season. And Henrik could benefit. I mean, I hate to say it, but Hen- Henrik could benefit from a new atmosphere for right. a better team. And for his career, it is on the downslope right now. Right. It'd be good for him to get like at least one more shot at a cup. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that like the Ducks, I think that's something they'd be considering of, you know, doing the right thing by some of these guys who have been with the team for a while and just haven't had the opportunity because the Ducks have struggled for the past couple of seasons. And yeah. I feel like I feel like a good leadership group in your front office knows the reality for some of these players and knows that for a guy like Henrik, who's kind of winding down his career, um, that they might not get another chance. And why not do everything you can to put them somewhere that maybe they'll hopefully they'll they'll thrive and you'll benefit from whatever you get back yeah i mean the ducks just did that last year with josh manson Mm -hmm. you know manson helped lead that team to a cup yeah and did so in pretty good fashion by the way yeah and it benefited both sides yeah so i mean it's a win-win right there and good and good for him yeah obviously i mean ducks fans were rooting for manson to win a cup yeah and still kind of rooting for him right now and i think they would root for henrik yeah if he goes elsewhere yeah it's a tough podcast to have, but I think it's one that we have to have at this point of the season because we're 20 games in. And I did say 15, 20, 25 game marker. Where is this team? What's happening? This is what's happening. They're looking to trade guys. Yep. I, I know it sucks to hear, but it's a hard truth. And you got to face it. It's, it's the reality of the way it works. And it, all it does is set things up. I mean, A, better for the future in terms of whatever you're going to get, picks, whatever. Yeah. And it helps you be bad down the stretch when you get rid of your good players to hopefully increase that draft pick you're going to get. Plus, you know, Connor Bedard. Right. And that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Which I might just put into the following podcast later today, but that's considerable also. Yeah. 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 But today's just about trade targets and... Who the Ducks are looking to trade. I don't want to say get rid of, but right. just to get something good back. Gently help move along to the next yeah. phase of their lives. As long as the Ducks get some first-round picks. I mean, do, I mean that's the question. Do you have, I feel like it's a good like wrap-up <clears throat> question, too, of like, do you, as the person who covers this team, have the faith in your GM and your front office 
to actually make those deals to get back a first? Or are you kind of sitting there being like, hmm, can't wait to get a third for one of these? I think Paverbeek has a plan right now. Mm-hmm. And he is he has looked at this draft anyway to try to move up to try to get some of those picks. Yeah. And I think if you're GM Pat Verbeek, you have to put that into consideration. You have to think about some of those like teams picks that are actually going to be impact players right. this year. So if he can get back multiple firsts, kind of like what Arizona did last year, mm-hmm. the Ducks are going to have to do this year. They're going to have to pull the rabbit out of their hat to get multiple firsts. Yeah. So he's still new on the job, not even a year in, by the yeah. way. You have to have faith right now. You have to. Certainly more than Bob Murray. Well, I mean, yeah. 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 You have to. Thanks a lot, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I love telling people what I think about subjects. Yeah. Uh, where can the fine folks find you on socials and all that jazz? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. It's W-R-I-T-E Said Sarah with an H. Uh, if you care about the AHL, uh, you can listen to the Calder Farmstead uh, available wherever you get your podcasts, uh, where I talk about AHL teams every week and how good or bad they are. Yeah. The goal's not so good right now. Yeah. Could be worse. It, it could. They could be Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. They're bad. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. You can email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And, yeah, locked on Ducks wherever you get – sorry, locked on Anaheim Ducks wherever you get your podcast because I know it's college football season. Oregon Ducks are in there. So locked on Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, good show. Yep. On behalf of Sarah and myself, for Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe. Be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Be kind to Ducks fans, folks. And Ducks fly together. Be kind to Ducks. Just the animal. Yeah. Yeah. We love Ducks. Running Ducks. 